what is good, my friends? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Max McCoy, and this is Looking Up. Okay, so today we're talking about 2021. First off, Happy New Year. Uh, happy 2021. We did it. We got through 2020, but you know, 2021 is going to be more of the same. So let's buckle up and let's be um, kind of vessels of hope. Let it, let's invest in ourselves and try to be the best us we can be so that through these ridiculous times where anything is on the table, there is no old paradigm to return to. We are only moving forward. Let's make sure that we're investing in ourselves and giving ourselves the love and energy that we deserve so that we can show up in this motherfucking crazy world as best as we can. Let's be leaders by just simply embodying the best that we can. And um, that's what this episode is about. How can we show up to 2021 with the right energy. This is about a New Year's reflection and intention setting exercise that I do every single year. It was first something that I learned from Tim Ferriss, and I have since been refining it for the last like four years, and I do it every year. So if you are feeling a little slow to start this year, if you're feeling like you're lacking a little bit of motivation, if you're feeling a little stuck, first off, you know, it's winter time, we're coming off of the holidays. So don't be too hard on yourself. This is a slower time of year. Um, And there's so much pressure to have your shit together around this time of year. But that being said, um, I like this quote from James Clear that says, most people think they lack motivation when they really lack clarity. And I love that because anytime that I get really clear or I find just a nice hit of clarity in my life, in any area of my life, I can feel the rush of enthusiasm and energy that comes back to me immediately. And so on this episode, I really hope to bring you through these exercises that I'm going to discuss. There's eight exercises. I hope to bring you new levels of clarity that will bring you motivation, that will bring you energy and enthusiasm um, for your life. So let's get into it. Again, these are eight exercises that I use. I change them up a little bit, but for the most part, I do this every single year around the new year. My birthday is early February. So I usually take January as a good time of year before my birthday and just after the new year to kind of reflect and to get ready for the next year. So there are eight exercises and they're all kind of journaling slash writing exercises um, designed to help us get clarity on how we want to show up in 2021. Take as long as you want on these exercises if you're going to go through them. I usually take a weekend or I take the whole week to do this so that I don't have to rush the process. I really think it's a gift you can give yourself to be able to reflect and to you know set an intention for the year. I think we all deserve to do this for ourselves. If you would like the PDF version of this, I'm kind of going down the list of this PDF that I've already created. If you want the PDF, shoot me an email at hello at maxwmccoy.com hello at maxwmccoy.com and just say, yo, I want that New Year's guide and I'll send that to you. But without further ado, if you're here, if you're listening to the podcast, if you're driving, if you're working out, maybe just start to ponder these questions and then you can you know, return to them later. The first question, the first exercise, super simple. Describe where you were this time last year. It's really helpful to put yourself in the shoes of what person were you one year ago? And kind of describe in detail, like, where were you in the world? Where were you mentally? What were your concerns? What people were you hanging around? Um, And just kind of, you know, get clear how far have you come in one year? And it's super simple first exercise. 
This second exercise is perhaps the most important, I think, um, especially with where I am right now in my own process. What went well in 2020? For so many of us, this time of year is about getting our shit together. It's about making resolutions. And I think that's great. Um, But if it's under the assumption that we need to fix something that is broken, then I think it's kind of fucked up (laughs) because none of us are broken. You're not damaged. You're not broken. You don't need to fix anything. I think you're already really amazing. And I think self-improvement is a great thing. I think it's amazing to set goals. And I think it's important to feel like you're living out your potential and you're striving for your happiest life. But to do that all effectively, I think it's really helpful. And I'm, I'm still learning this myself. I think it's helpful to recognize how far you've come already and that you're already doing so much right and that the fear mind that we all live with is so easy to overlook that shit. So 2021 is about building upon what you've already done, not fixing something that's broken. So for this exercise, take as much time as you can and write out all the things that went well for you in 2020. What worked well? What are you proud of? What were some of the big shifts you made? What were some of the small, tiny things you did that made a big difference? How did you treat people? Were you kind to people? Did you hold a door open for an old lady? (laughs) What were the challenges you overcame? When did you find yourself in a deep hole that you didn't think you could get out of? But looking back, you're like, damn, I made it out of that. Take your damn sweet time and please write as much as you can to celebrate yourself the way you deserve to be celebrated. I think, you know, we'll be with ourselves all of 2021. So I think it's the most essential practice to make sure we have our own back and that we're recognizing our own greatness and we're praising ourselves. To have this kind of relationship with ourselves, I think, puts us in such a good spot because then we're going to start showing up in the world not from a place of needing anything or lack or looking from looking for affirmation outside of ourselves. If we can learn to really give ourselves the credit where due often and praise ourselves often, I think we just show up in the world more free, more excited, more enthusiastic, more playful, almost like a child. And from that place, uh, I think we create and just act in a much better way. Like we just become more ourselves. And I think that's what we all could use more of. So exercise two, again, just write out all the things that you did well, all the things that went well in 2020. There's this quote by Louise Hayes that says, self-approval and self-acceptance in the now are the main keys to positive changes in every area of our lives. So take this as your chance to really give yourself that self-approval and self-acceptance that maybe you don't give yourself enough if you're like me. Uh, And yeah, let's get it. Number three. Ooh, I have these numbered wrong. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, number three. We're going to do an 80-20 analysis of 2020. So the 80-20 analysis, also known as the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule, or the law of the vital few. And the rule basically states that 80% of the results almost always come from 20% of the efforts. And this can be applied towards a basketball team scoring points to a company, you know, making sales. 80% of the sales often come from like 20% of the sales reps or 80% of the points often come from 20% of the players. It's a very interesting rule. And so we're going to take this rule and try to apply it to our previous year. And so the first kind of question slash prompt is, 
what are the 20% of my actions slash behaviors that created 80% of my negative outcomes or feelings. There's usually only a few things that we feel like we're doing wrong or being stuck with that are creating the majority of our negativity in our life. So trying to get clear on that. You know, what are the very few things that are giving me the biggest headaches? And then, you know, a subset to that is how can I take like one small step to giving one of these negative things up? Um, I'm trying to think of an example for me. For me, you know, like drinking, like it's so simple, but like drinking coffee too late in the afternoon. That is one of those small things that create huge impacts in my life. It, It often causes me to be restless after I'm working. It keeps me up late. It makes me want to feel like makes me want to like smoke weed at night so that I can chill out, which impacts my sleep, which makes me feel groggy the next day. When I'm super groggy the next day, I'm less motivated to do the things I want to do. Uh, it's like this spiral effect. And so that's an example of this very small thing of me doing, uh, drinking coffee at like 3 p.m. in the afternoon is creating all these negative impacts. So getting clear on that for you. Another one for me would be uh, social media, like absolute. When I think of when I'm feeling anxious or stressed or just like distracted, it's almost always coming from social media. So I could I could name those two things: coffee too late in the afternoon and social media. If I if I eliminate those two things, like eighty percent of my issues might go away. Uh, and so that's what this exercise is about. And then we're gonna flip it. So what now are twenty percent of the actions or behaviors that create? 80% of my positive results. So, you know, same question, but what are the very few things that create the majority of my positive results in my life? An example for me could be like catching sunrise and sunset. Those are, you know, very simple things that I could be doing that create such happiness in my life. They make me feel grounded. They make me feel connected to like nature and God. They make me feel calm. They help me sleep. They get me on a rhythm. They have so many ripple effects in my life. They get me outside with my dog. That's one of those, you know, if I had to pick a handful of things that create a large majority of my positive outcomes or feelings, I would say, you know, like sunrise, sunset for sure. So make a list of, you know, maybe just five things. What are those few things that produce the large majority of your happiness? And then like with the the negative stuff, trying to cut that out, now ask yourself, how can I maybe give a little more attention to these things that are obviously producing great results for me? So for me, if catching sunrise and sunset is making me so much happier, why don't I prioritize doing that every single day? Um, And so getting clear on what's working, what's not, and how can we double down on what is working will really set us up to kind of just fucking crush it in 2021. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Moving on. Hope you guys are still with me. I hope this isn't too rambly. I haven't done a podcast in like a couple weeks, so uh, I feel rusty, but I know you guys aren't judging too hard. Here we go. <laughs> okay, exercise number four. It's called If I Were to Die Today. And I know this sounds morbid, but it's more of like a stoic philosophy type uh, exercise. So if I were to die today, and there's two prompts. If I were to die today, what would I have regretted not doing? And make a small list. It might be just one thing. It might be three things. It could be physically doing something in the world. It could be like saying something kind to someone. But get clear on this because this is your fucking, these are your new priorities. 
like take small steps or just do the thing that you write for this section because if you don't, you're essentially not honoring your soul's calling. And this exercise was fucking powerful for me, people. Like I basically answered, like I would have regretted not doing this particular trip that I've always known is like a part of my path, something I've I always have known I want to do, which is basically go abroad out of the country, you know, not for a month, not for two months, but for like six plus months and really give it my all and really just like immerse myself in a different culture. For some reason, every time I visualize death, the idea of not having done that scares the shit out of me. And I feel like that's because it's a part of my soul's path. And this might be esoteric for some of you guys, but like my soul knows that is a part of what I'm here to do. And and whatever is going to come out of that experience, I don't know, but it's a part of my path. And I am now actively taking steps to make that happen. I think I'm going to leave in March and do that. But that being said, like this exercise is so powerful. Visualize if you were to die today, if this was if this was it, you're done. You're done. What would you have really regretted not doing? It's probably just like one to two to three things. Um, and that is your work. Take daily steps towards those things. That's what fucking actually matters because tomorrow is not promised. The second question on this uh, on this same exercise is, if I were to die today, what would I say is of actual importance in my life? You know, like that's a powerful question too. If you're going to die today, do you really fucking think that the opinion of others matter? Do you think that, you know, the clothes you're wearing matter? Do you think what you're accumulating matters or is it how you treat people? Is Is it the example you set? Is it how much you played? Is it how much you got to enjoy nature? Like get clear on that. Those, those are kind of my answers, but like, If you were to die today, what is of actual importance in your life? And then how can you now live in accordance with that? How can you live in accordance with these answers in 2021? This may feel like a morbid exercise a little bit for some of you guys or depressing. I don't think it needs to be that way. Um, This is a very typical practice for people in the Stoic philosophy community. If you're interested in more Stoic philosophy, check out Ryan Holiday. He's an author that has made a living just writing about Stoicism, which is one of the most ancient uh, philosophies that all these ancient kings and emperors followed. They all talk about like visualize death. If you really want to learn how to live, like start thinking about your death, because once you think about death, then you have perspective as to what your life really means. Uh, And you can start living your life accordingly. Mark Twain has this dope quote. He says, the fear of death follows from the fear of life. A man who lives fully is prepared to die anytime. So if you're like me, I don't know, 2021, nothing's off the table, people. This could be it. This could be it for humanity. No, I'm joking. But like, for real though, let's let's take serious what we would regret not doing if we were to die today. Let's We owe that to ourselves to take steps to the, towards the the life that's most important to us. And then we, we owe it to ourselves to value the things that would really matter to us if we were to die today. I lost one of my good friends out of nowhere in 2019. <clears throat> and that was one of the greatest teachers of my life, that moment. It was so hard, so horrible. But it taught me more about life than maybe anything else. Because from then on, I was like, fuck it. Like, nothing's promised. And I think we don't need to lose someone close to us to go through this process. And that's why hopefully, hopefully this prompt helps. Hopefully this prompt gets you in a different mindset and kind of helps put your life in perspective.
But let's move on. The next section is called Repetition Creates the Master. I love this idea that you could put a pebble in a bucket and, you know, one day after the other, you don't really notice the progress of all these pebbles building up in this bucket. But after a year of putting a pebble in a bucket, that bucket is so heavy that you can't even lift it. That is the idea with daily repetition, a daily practice. What are you doing every single day so that in a year, you will be in a way unrecognizable? And for me, I like to apply this to a couple areas of my life. One, what is my like daily just being a human practice? Like, What do I do just to be the best human I can be? And for me, that's meditation. I will not skip a day of meditation in 2021. And I want you to hold me accountable. I want you to hit me up on Instagram any time of the year and be like, yo, Max, how's your meditation streak going? And I will be honest if I've broken it. I have not. I'm on day 33 right now, and I'm not going to break it for 2021. So that is like my how can I be the best human I can be practice. And I just have, I know for me, meditation is that thing that just makes every aspect of my life better and easier. And I am committed to holding myself to that standard. And this isn't a form of like self, you know, like I'm not trying to be overly disciplined or overly structured or try to punish myself into action. I think too many of us are like, come on, do it, do it, do it. And it's like, that won't last. That energy does not last. For me, the daily practice is the ultimate form of self-love, the ultimate uh, form of self-respect. Before I give anything to this world, before I solve any problems, before I tend to my stress or anxiety, let's make sure I'm giving Max the love he deserves. And that is my daily practice. That is my daily meditation. So I'm going to turn this over to you. The instructions on this part of the exercise is just commit to a daily practice. And this could be like for you, if you're an athlete, your daily practice could be every single day I do something that improves my craft. If you're an artist, you know, it could be I'm going to do something that helps my art every single day. Or it could be something like me where it's just how can I work on myself as a human? How can I work on my operating system so that everything else I do in my life is better? Commit to a daily practice. What is the one thing that you're going to do every single day in 2021? You know, what will make, try to, try to identify what one practice or habit will make every, everything else I want to do easier. What is the one thing I could do that will make everything else easier and make that your daily practice and commit to it every single day. It could be as short as 10 minutes, but those 10 minutes you look back on over the year and it's like that bucket. You have filled up that bucket with so many small 10 minute pebbles that that bucket is so heavy now and unrecognizable. And that is the challenge to you for this section. All right, last two sections. I'm almost done talking, people, I promise. Um, Number eight, live out a dope story in 2021. So the idea here is the human psyche does really well with stories. It's how we evolved. So in like hunter-gatherer times, we learned through stories. You know, I would teach you through the word of mouth. And that's, that's why stories are really effective for the human brain in terms of learning and integrating. So the exercise for this is kind of using that that idea that stories help integrate things into our brains. So kind of using that idea to help integrate it into our brains, we're going to use that for this exercise. And this exercise, you're basically going to write about 2021 as if it had already happened. So it's almost a visualization exercise, but you're doing it from the 
You're writing in the past tense, like it already happened. And then on top of that, you're going to not write about like, I did this, I did that in 2021. You're going to be like, Max did this, Max did that. You're going to write about yourself as if yourself is someone else. So you're going to write in the third person. And this helps one, it's a powerful visualization exercise to write in the past tense, like it already happened. It really connects you to the energy of it. And then to objectify yourself as someone else is really powerful. So when I do this, I write like, instead of Max, I write the boy. You know, it's almost like the alchemist if you've ever read that book. The boy did this, the boy did that. And so I know this is confusing, but on this section, you're going to write a story about how 2021 went as if you were the main character of the story. And you're going to write about how did 2021 go? How did this character show up? What fears did they have? And what fears did they overcome? What were they excited about? What changed for them? What shifted for them? How did their perspective widen? How did they start to embody their truth more? And really have fun with this section. This can be really like a really cool way to get in the energy of your future self and start to get clear, you know, from the perspective of your future self, what did 2021 mean and what was accomplished? And you'll be surprised how much you start to live out that story. It's really interesting. Moving on, last section, truths to remember. So this is like assuming you'll forget What do you hope you'll remember in 2021? This is almost like you're writing your own personal set of the Ten Commandments. What do you know to be true? What are some truths that you live by? What are reminders that you think you'll need because we all forget shit? So write down, you know, maybe five to ten simple sentences. For me, for reference, three of the, I wrote like ten last year. A few that I wrote to myself, assuming that I would forget were, it's almost like messages to yourself. And this is a this could be like a note card you print out and put on your mirror or on in your bathroom or something somewhere you'll see it. Um, three of the 10 I wrote to myself were you are always have been and always will be on the path. Things must flow out so that things can flow in. Um, what if my ambitions were humble is a helpful question to ask yourself when you're filled with the very common self-inflicted pressure that you often feel. And so those are three little like pointers I wrote for myself. And so this section is just write yourself some truths to remember so that throughout the year, if you feel lost, you can look back on this little set of commandments you've set for yourself and remember because we'll all fucking forget. And that's it. I hope you guys uh, found some value out of this episode. Again, if you want the guide, the PDF guide to this exercise so that you can write directly on it, email me at hello at maxwmccoy.com. Ask for it and I will send it your way. Two last reminders. One, remember that New Year's resolutions are great, but don't let them act as indicators that you need to fix yourself. You do not need to fix yourself. You're already a fucking amazing person and it's less about becoming someone new and more about remembering who you already are and removing all the bullshit. It's like cleaning a dirty window. Your window might be dirty, but that doesn't mean you need a new window. You just need to clean it. And so don't let the New Year's energy trick you into thinking you need, you need to fix yourself or that you're broken because you're not. And I, that is a paradigm that I see so often in myself and in others, especially around this time of year. And it's more about self-love than self-fixing. Joseph Campbell has one of my favorite quotes. the privilege of a lifetime is being who you are. So New Year's isn't about becoming someone new. It's about 
stepping into who you are a little more so. And last order of business, I have an online course coming out soon and I'm very excited about it, people. It is one of the most comprehensive things I've ever built. It is an online course designed to help you reach new levels of clarity, new levels of focus and productivity. It's designed to help you overcome anxiety and fear. It is so much of what I've experienced, so many tools and resources accumulated and piled into one online course, and I'm so excited about it. I've been sitting on it for a little bit, and I'm excited to launch it in February, early February. So it will be, uh, I'll have more details coming out about it, but it will be 50 bucks, and it will double in price after the month of February is over. So if you like my work, if you support my work, If you listen to this podcast all the way through, I think you would love this course. It's, I think, the best thing I've ever made. I'm really proud of it. Start saving your pennies, people. It's going to be 50 bucks in the month of January or in the month of February. You can get it then, and then it will double in price forever onward. I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to share more about it. Um, but for now, you know, just save your pennies. Be on the lookout, and that's it. Happy 21, people. Happy New Year. I love you guys. I'm excited for this next chapter of looking up. As always, feel free to share this episode with someone who might like it. Share it to Instagram, DM me, and let me know what you thought. And that's it. I hope you guys are having a beautiful week. I love you, and I will see you next week. Peace.